Yo, 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 what is up, y'all? It is your girl, Bees. I'm sitting here with my lovely co-host, M. It's your favorite podcast. The kids are down. And we got a nice little episode for you guys tonight. M, how you doing? How you living? How you feeling? I'm doing all right. How are you? No small talk, right? Like, real answer. How am I? Yeah. I'm struggling um, with the state of the world. (laughs) It's not funny. Seriously, I'm struggling with the state of the world. I'm struggling with things going on in the world. I don't know if you're, like, blacklisted, if you, or whatever the word is, like, shadow banned, or I don't know. Like, your videos don't come up in the feed, and no one can find them if you say certain things. Um, But... Our world just isn't right, and there are people in this world that are hurting and being treated unfairly. I guess this is all the time, but it's just specifically been haunting me this past week. Yeah. I mean, you know that. Yeah. What do you think? I know I've asked you before because we've had conversations about this. Like, I think we talked to your family about this, like, just, just in conversation. And some people, like, have called us and, you know, shared their feelings on this. And um, why do you think that this time... Because, like, like you said, these things have been happening. And there are things that, other things that are happening that I guess we're just not paying attention to or giving as much, you know, attention to as these things. Are we just not going to say? No, I mean, I guess we can. No, what do you, why do you think that this time feels more like? Why do I think that the brutality and the insane, like, murdering of children and mothers and men what what does you know Mm -hmm. people why is it being highlighted now i think because like our generation and we we've said this before like half of my life i didn't have access to the internet or wi-fi so so easily and then the half of my life you know 14 and on i've had immense access and the generation after us has had access their entire life and so i think that now the generation after us like my younger siblings i'm the youngest of my siblings are 18 and after me my brother's like a year younger than me but the half end of i've i'm one of eight and the half end of my siblings are now 18 and older and so they're getting into careers and they're forming these opinions and they can see these things in the world and they know how to better um not manufacture not maneuver um operate and share stories and 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 highlight these things and get attention on these things it's like they're pros at it they're pros at using social media to to show what's going on and the generations before them and now after them, everyone, and the generations before us, like, we all have social media now. And so I think it's just a time where, like, every single person has access. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's the time of AI now. Like, not only does everyone have access, but fake programs can pretend to be people. You know what I mean? So we're just so high tech now. I think it's just easier accessible, and it's just something that can't be hidden. Somebody made a cool point um, that, like, when 9-11 happened, like, I was in first grade. We were in first grade, right? Mm-hmm. I was in first grade. So I could only see what was happening on the TV and what were they telling and what they were telling me. But I follow a couple of people. And I don't want to be insensitive because people's lives were taken in 9-11. I went to school with a girl who lost her mom mm-hmm. in 9-11. And I remember seeing that and being like, wow. 
like first grade, you went to school this day, you go home and then your mom's not like, that's crazy. And I can remember what that felt like being that young. So I don't want to seem like I'm coming off insensitive, but I am not going to deny the fact that like, there are just some things that aren't said to us, aren't shown to us. And I hope people don't take that and spin it and say that I'm saying, Oh, this never, whatever, like feel (laughs) how you want to feel. But, um, I just know now that like, Okay, so I say, I say somebody had made a point that like during that time we didn't have access to the internet and there were so many things that we didn't see. And I follow a fellow nurse who is also um, from Afghanistan and we are the same age. And she said, um, she was speaking up for Gaza and Palestine and she said, I'm someone who grew up on the other side and now lives in the U.S. and works for the U.S. healthcare system. So I'm deemed as somebody that's like of status in, the, in America. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I have the education. I have the bachelor degree. I work in your hospitals. I work, you know what I like? So I'm, I, I have a status here. Yeah. But I also grew up in Afghanistan and I saw, all she said was, I came here and heard what you guys thought 9-11 was, and I lived with your soldiers standing in my streets every single day from a kid to now. So all I want to say is that it's not what it looks like. Like, I know what you guys think it looks like, and I've also lived it, and these things just aren't what it looks like. Whatever. So um, I don't want to spend, like, a lot of time harping on it. Um, I just cried a lot over it, and it, like, devastates me. I, I... seen children my my daughter's ages like suffering and that I can't even explain like how that yeah I think um yeah I guess because we could have a whole talk about this I guess but like you said the importance of the importance of um like social media being used as like social media not just like people taking pictures or just videos of the day, which is fine, I guess. I don't really care. But, like, when the TV won't show you certain things or if the TV only shows you a certain, like, lens or view of, like, what you, what they want you to know, of course, like, they're pushing only these things in your sight so that the, the people who don't... Um, hmm, it's usually, like... Definitely a generational thing. Like, in our generation, I feel like we started probably around high school-ish to start really thinking, like, hey, do you know that, like, not everything that they tell you on the news is actually this? Do you know that, like, they're they're telling you these things to get a reaction from the people? They're hyping this thing up to, to make the people believe this? Or they're, they're making this, they're giving 24-hour coverage on this? issue whatever it may be so that it can lead to something else you know like whereas the older generation like even the generation before us and older is like the all they ever knew was the news so everything like their whole view on the world is through the news and through what people say so it's like they can't they they've never seen a lot of the things that we're talking about or that we've been able to experience or see through social media like you could see people live from afghanistan you could see people in you know the west bank you could see people from gaza you yeah, know like you could we see experience it yeah yeah so but if you just turn on your tv it's gonna sound like this it's gonna hear and and there's a lot of like debates and there's a lot of like like oh, what side are you on there's a lot of like polarizing 
um, ideas. Um, I think, so just to, I guess, just to speak to that, I just want to say, like, I think it's a really bad time for people to kind of throw in their politics. Not to say not to say that it's unnecessary because I understand the role that politics have to do with this. I understand the role that religion and your views on whatever you believe about Israel or the state of Israel, Israeli state or, or the nation of Israel, whatever you view that to be, because I've heard some different things on that, uh, versus Palestine versus like, I guess the rest of the world. Um, whatever you view that to be, is how you're viewing this like scenario and because we're in contact with a lot of church people because we're in contact with a lot of people who kind of think one way politically um it, i'm just seeing a lot of people insert their politics and insert their like religious views as like it's as if you're not even really talking about the devastation. You're not talking about, like, the people who are being hurt, the people who are being removed, the people who are being... What I hate to hear is people say, man, did you hear about uh, the bombing in Gaza today? Well, 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 what, did you hear about what happened in Israel? Well, well, when you talk about this, you have to talk about this. And Well, what about Obama? Well, what about Bush? Well, what about Trump? And it just, it just becomes this, like, tit for tat, like, we're not talking about the people anymore. We're not talking about people like real life people who, who have died, um, bodies on the streets and babies and, and, and mothers being found under rubble after days of not hearing from them, uh, electricity and power and stuff being cut out, the, the, the borders being blockaded and all, all this stuff. It's like we're not even talking about that anymore. We're like, well, you know, pray for Israel. You know, you read the book of Isaiah, right? Well, you know the Psalms, right? You know what the Bible says about this, right? And it's like they just take this time to like preach their whatever their dogma tells them is like the 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 right way to handle this like oh well you know you know what they say the enemies of israel you know what it is you read the bible and it's like it's so insensitive and it's so like even even politically even if it's not religiously and, and when you realize that like certain nations have ties with israel politically certain nations like have um stock in the middle east via israel um and then pair that with the, the, the religious view of like Israel being this chosen group and God. Why do they deserve this? Because God said so, you know, like. It's just so, yeah. And that's when I, like the religious aspect of it. Um, and I think because someone had said to me, like, they don't feel like they have any rights to be like a part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. And like, I understand that. Um, but, and I said this in our last episode, like, women's health, everybody's health, like, this is an, a people problem, yep. you know? It's not, like, a specific group problem. It's a people problem. Um, but I, did, I do understand where that comes from because it's, like, it is kind of insensitive to speak on something that you don't know about and to form an opinion on something that you don't know. That's, it's actually disrespectful. It's definitely disrespectful, and so I get that. But then I think, like, so then make it your duty to first like figure to learn about it you yeah. know to then be able to speak about it but i i say that to say um the reason that i think i feel so passionately about it is because we grew up and we're no longer the religion that we grew up in but we grew up in a church where if we were still in that church hmm. the viewpoint would be different and i know what the viewpoint would be and it it's so like I'm not saying that anyone's viewpoint is ignorant, but I know that what we were taught, being able mm -hmm. to know what I was taught and know what I know now, like, it's so, like, 
can I, can I, me and you have talked about this, and I've talked about this with my friends, but I guess for the people listening, we're probably the same people that have heard the story. I t- my boy texted me, and he was like, uh, yo, I really love the podcast. I heard all this before, but that's what's up, though. It's still entertaining, you know? But so uh, if, if there's, like, if you heard this before, you heard this before. But I remember being a kid, right? And, and like you said, we grew up in a, in, in a very charismatic, evangelical, Pentecostal tongue Racist. Racist. Church. Racist. Racist. Church, yeah. I was just talking religiously. Like no, but the, also like but racist. Also, racist. For sure, for sure. Like, but, and, not, and not to be like that, but I think a lot of it is kind of hand in hand. Like when you believe a certain thing, then it, like certain things just kind of follow up with it. Like if you believe in this, then you believe in this. And if you believe in this, you probably believe in this. And, then, and so far, so when you see like church people act in a certain way, yeah, like that, it just, it just coincides with the, you know. I just wanted to say, when I was a kid, right? So my mom, so evangelical, charismatic, Pentecostal, tongue-talking, Hillsong and church, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I feel like there's a lot that we have to, like, say when we say stuff like that. I enjoyed growing up in the church that I grew up in. Like, I met, that's where we met. I did. I, I met you. But <clears throat> I, I'm, I just say that to say there's so many things that I know now. For sure. Like, I just I'm, wanted to say, just in case, uh, you're like, oh, what do you mean? Like, you didn't... I don't know. No, it's no, hate toward, like, it's no hate towards yeah. anyone. It's just that if that you take tank. it offensively, you're probably one of the racists. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah for sure. I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like, targeting anyone directly. It just no, is what it is. Yeah, I'm not like backtracking on the racism. The racism, that's the thing. That's, mm-hmm. that's a fact. Um, I'm just saying that I, I did grow up like with good experiences at the church. It's like the first place of this and that, and a lot of good things happened there. Um, but regardless, growing up and maturing is realizing like, Mm, not everything that y'all was saying here was, you know, a good a good platform to stand on for the rest of my life, which is a part of the reason why we left. Um, but uh, anyway, so my mom had was very ingrained in this, and, and she passed away, right? For people that don't know, um, so I love my mom, but she was a part of this church, and they all had this sort of idea, right? So uh, concerning Israel, and you, you know, if you watch TV, if you know charismatic evangelical people, if you know Christian folk you know that and then i have to say that every christian is like this but but predominantly um they had this idea about israel being you know the chosen people and i understand why theologically i don't care for that conversation right now but i understand where theologically it comes from um and the bible basis of where you could draw those conclusions from um i don't draw the same conclusions but i understand why someone would um but so they drew the conclusion, like many evangelicals do, that Israel is God's chosen people. And by Israel, they look at these borders, this land mass of people. Just disregarding history, disregarding how people got there, who was there maybe before, who... Just disregarding a lot. Just saying that whoever's in this border, uh, God just favors them more than the rest of life. If that's your view on God, that's your view on God. We can do it. But so they grew up with, I mean, we grew up with that. And my mom, you know, instilled that kind of like American patriotism and Israeli patriotism, which is weird because like what do we have to do with them? Except if you have a religious belief that they're God's chosen people and you're trying to get on the, on the God chosen people side mm-hmm. um, and that God treats them different and he favors them and like, 
the, the idea not, this is like just really theological but like the idea that like god raptures up these people secretly his his christian people his believers or whatever that they believe him and then uh you know this is what we were taught anyway right that like me and you are here and then in the blink of an eye i get where you get that in the bible too i don't agree with that but i could see where somebody would say that you and i are here and then poof you get raptured in and my clothes are folded on the table and you're like oh my goodness the rapture but if you're a jew supposedly then you have a second chance because god likes you more than other people so this this uh israel has got it's crazy uh, and we're taught this as kids and we're like wow okay so god likes him better than the blacks and he likes him better than the latins this is, we're not saying that the, we're also just sharing like what we were taught like yeah, we're not yeah, saying yeah. that this is i think that people listening would know that but yeah I, I keep i'm trying to make that distinction like i don't agree with that i see where and and I, there's a bunch of people there's a sea of people there's more people that believe that that don't believe that and in the united states anyway um but so anyway um so we had this like belief put on us that like if you see somebody that's jewish and you know that they're jewish they're special like they're more special than you for sure and they're god's chosen people and they have always been god's chosen people so like treat them as such um and when you have a whole nation that views another nation like that that's that crazy you know like that's a crazy thing so anyway i want to share a quick story i just wanted to preface preface that with this uh and i remember we used to go to walmart we used to go camping like with my cousin and and like my aunt my uncle and my mom my sister you know we would go camping upstate new york and um we would go to a Walmart and we would get like, you know, little things to, to eat and stuff like that. And um, I remember me and my cousin trying to go down and get some Pop-Tarts or something. And um, how we doing? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we would go down and try to get some Pop-Tarts or whatever. And um, I remember these uh, Jewish, like a Jewish family would be there. And, um, you know, they, they had their carts in the middle of the aisle or whatever. And uh, we would say like, oh, excuse me, sir, ma'am. We're just trying to get this thing over here. And they didn't look at us. They didn't talk to us. They just continued doing what they were doing. I'm not saying all Jews are like this, like, but just, just if you, I'm just telling you what the story was. This is actually what happened. Is that rude? Like all Jews? Is it rude to call them Jews? To call them Jews? I don't know. What should we call them? Like, what's a better term? I'm asking, is that inappropriate? Maybe somebody will let us know. Israelis? Is Not every Jew is Israeli, though. Right. But when you want to make a nation based off of a religion, it gets a little bit confusing. Mm -hmm. When you can't just be a Jew by religion and you say, we have to make a state for this, um, then that's called Zionism. Anyway. Um, so the Jews that we ran into, whether they're Israeli or they're Polish and they're, you know, this type of Jew or that type of Jew, none of my business, right? But, um... Are we sure that's not, that's not rude, right? To call Jews Jews? I don't know. Okay. I don't, it's not like a slander. It's oh, not like okay. I'm calling them, like, those dirty, rotten, filthy... Like, it's not like you're, like... You yeah, know? yeah. Not that I share those sentiments, by the way. I'm just saying it's not that we're saying that. Um, but so we were, we were trying to get some Pop-Tarts, me and my cousin, we had to be like eight or nine or something like that, little kids, and we were like, oh, excuse me, sir, excuse me, just trying to get the Pop-Tarts, and they just ignored us. Spoke English before somebody, well, maybe they, no, they spoke English, because they were speaking English to each other. Didn't move and blocked the entire aisle, two or three carts, just spread out. 
And then uh, I remember, like, we went to my mom, who we were shopping with at the time, and we were like, yo, these people are mad rude. And by these people, I meant those specific people, by the way, not Jews, but those specific people were being, like, really rude, mom. Like, we were trying to get some Pop-Tarts, and they would not move, and they did not help us. They did not reach for anything. They did not say, oh, sorry, no problem, move your car, you know, like, like everyone else would, like we would talk to do for anybody else. Um, but these, this particular group of people did not do that. And I remember telling my mom, and we, we were kind of like joking about it, whatever, we were like eight, like, oh, mom, like, they're, they're being really rude. That's crazy. And my mom told us, uh, just, just wait till they're done. Uh, you know, they're God's chosen people. Like, remember that they're God's chosen people. So when they're done, then you, you get your Pop-Tarts or whatever. And imagine that idea for the world. Well, that's how, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. When they're good that's and they're the done, when they're ready, when they want to move, if they want to move, mm-hmm. when they want to stop doing this, when they want to continue, when they want to move here or move there or whatever, then that, that's God's chosen people without saying that because you might not hear that on, a, on a, a TV. But when the sentiment is that, when you got like, American charismatics and Roman Catholics and blah, 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 sitting on the boards and being the speaker of this and, and, and this political party over here and this political and you got all these people believing this whether you say it or not whether you say yeah jews are god's chosen people that's what we believe that is still what you believe because that's what is taught in these churches that is that's that's the eschatological if that's the word of a procession of events that's how you view the world that's how you view religion that's how you view god then that will make a difference in how a lot of affairs happen that's will make a difference in what news you get Who's on what side? Who, who should do what? How you should feel about it? You see celebrities that they post, uh, you know, pray for Israel. That's the the common thing. But there there are certain celebrities who posted pray for Israel with images that were actually Palestinians, and people were calling them out on it. Um, and people like took their things down on Instagram. You know, like didn't say sorry or didn't like apologize. They just like took it down. Um, Anyway, man, it's just it's just a crazy it's a crazy time. Not unlike any other, we've we've seen this before, you know, countless times, too many times. Um, but it's just a crazy thing when we in our spheres, I guess, when people just take this time to say, "Man, I know you see what's going on here and there, right?" Let me tell you something. The, the book, book of Revelation, Revelation tells us, tells and it's like, bro, you just you're just trying to push your thing. You're just trying to say your th- or or pause. Or let me tell you something. Twenty twenty four is coming, and we need to make a change in the White House. Go vote for your. And it's like you want to make this a this thing. You want to use this as leverage to push the, your thing. And, but you're not talking about these people. Somebody said to me, um, they were like, "Well, why are you?" Okay, I was working with a woman working with a woman and she said to me oh what's got you down I'm like I I was like you know I'm just seeing a lot of these things about Palestine on Instagram or whatever and it's just kind of like overwhelming me um and she was like oh yeah you nervous they're gonna they're not gonna come over here you nervous about that I said no like I'm not Mm -hmm. that's not why like my heart is overwhelmed She's like, oh, okay. You're like nervous that like it's gonna start war. Like, what are you nervous about? And I was like, I, I'm not like nervous. I'm seeing people being killed, like human beings. Yeah. And that hurts me, cause like that should be a normal human reaction. 
you should see people being killed, being hurt, being murdered, and that should like yeah. move you. Yeah, it shouldn't just really be see, like, like something you see. The de- how devilish is it that people see that and they still go, "Man, pray for Israel." Man, and I don't care what you say. It it's moving. just yeah. So yeah, I yeah, I'm not. I I don't even know. I don't even know. And it's like. I have such a respect for journalism now too because you have these people like documenting this and and I never realized the importance of journalism, you know, and and the beauty of what social media can actually be used for. Um, it's one of the best platforms to become a, a renowned, amazing journalist on um, because like you have to like witness these things and document them and and share them alongside inform you have to also have knowledge you know and information and know your history and know what's going on and be able to explain that and deliver that to the world so it's understood and and received and yeah it's just yeah yeah i think um it's crazy when it's it's kind of like a political thing kind of like um can we say the mask thing or would that like prevent us from uploading or I don't know like the mandates I or whatever I think you can yeah yeah but like when you talk about like the mandates and this and that it's like politicized you know what I mean like people I remember working in like uh, this urgent care and like people would come in with or without the mask and, no, and it would be like a political it would be statement. like a political statement but how about like people are just sick and like what yeah yeah, so whether I don't, it's kind of like yo, I don't really care what you believe about it, cause, cause like you're dealing with people's beliefs, you know, and like respectfully believe whatever you want to believe, but then, but, but you see how that takes you away from this reality here. Like, if black people are being killed at disproportionate rates, if this person is being killed unarmed by officer, say, if this, if this thing is happening, why can't we talk about that without you making it a political, well, I don't know about that because, you know, how many times are black people killing black people? Well, well, where was this when, when this happened? Well, what about when a cop killed a white person? What? And it's like, it's, it's just trying to like spin it to like everything else. Oh, uh, well, what about Hamas? You, you, know, you know what Hamas has done? And you, you do know it, Hamas? And, and, and that gets deep, too. Like, like. Let's not even. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Because it, it could, we could really go down a rabbit hole or whatever. Um, do your research, though, before, before you talk. I think that's wise. Um, and I think if your only basis for understanding things is like some religious view that even even religiously, like there are people who believe like how we grew up, who get offended if you just ask them to explain it. Like, where do you get this idea? If it's not Zionism that you're talking about, but about that's not the Israeli a, that's state. That's not offense. That's ignorance. No, I know. If you know. can't, if, if we can't have a conversation about this, right? If I, if I can't say to you, this is how I feel and this is why I feel this way and look at the facts that I know and you can't like return back to me without getting all upset or flustered or whatever, it's probably that you just decided to take a stance for God knows what or whatever or you don't know. Yeah. You actually don't know why you're doing it and you've yeah. just decided that this is what you're going to do and that's like dangerous. Mm-hmm. That's a dangerous place to be. Like mm-hmm. that's a very dangerous place to be. You should like do your research and know... One thing about me, and I'll say this 
I've, I feel that people that know me know this about me. And this is also something that like I'm trying to, this is a part of like, I feel that in this last year, like I've grown so much. Like there's there's so many many pieces of me that have grown. And, and a part of the thing that I try to take with me everywhere is that like, we're all different because we all have different opinions and we come from different places and we've experienced different things. And so that's what makes us different. That doesn't make any one of us bad. I hate to say it like this, but like, keep moving with me. I don't think it makes any of us bad people. I, I just think that we all have experienced different things and so we all come from different places and, and different is okay. What makes us bad is when you encounter that different person and you decide that you don't want to hear what they have to say mm. and what you feel is just it. And yeah. you're not open to learning Terrible. or experiencing something new. Then it's like, okay, that, that then makes me feel like, I don't want to say you're a bad person, but like kind of that's what leaves you stuck and not able to grow and and you're one of the things that kind of makes the society as a whole like eh because we we're all different and we all have different things that we've experienced and I'm very different I have my opinions but I'm never ever close to any opinion yeah and this may sound ridiculous to, to some people but I will sit with with I'm someone that believes in God I will sit with a Satanist and have a conversation because I want to know how you got to where you were and and I want to know what your thinking is like because the way I feel strongly about believing in God and him doing all these things for me you on the flip side feel strongly about believing in Satan and the things that he has done for you who am I to knock that mm-hmm. Like, you can't, you know what I mean? You just can't. So I feel that, like, that's where a lot of the problem comes in. Like, we can't have fluent conversations. We All of us, like, all of us can't sit at a table and have fluent conversations because you want to stay stuck in what you believe in or you're just not open to change. And And getting in the conversation doesn't mean that you have to change. That's another thing. Like, if I get into a conversation with a Satanist or maybe that's too extreme, if I get into a conversation with someone that just feels that purple is a better color than red, that doesn't mean that that I have to leave the conversation believing what you believe. Mm-hmm. But we can have a conversation about it because you may have some information that I do not know about that color, about that thing, that'll change my entire view. And it's just because I didn't, I didn't know it. Yeah. You also may have something that I may be able to combat or we may be able to go back and forth, but like, we can leave that conversation fine mm-hmm. and, and open and understanding that like, I believe what I believe you believe what you believe and we don't have to harm one another, you know, like, yeah. You know what? Um, it's, it's interesting because I'm getting a lot of, I mean, we just, I feel like just being in church, if you're in church or if you're in like politics or whatever, is that good? Is the camera thing? Okay. I feel like um, being in church or being in, a, in the realm of politics or, or church or just barbershop talk. But really, when you're, when you're in, involved with people that you know that like week to week, you're going to have this conversation. Like sometimes you may work at wherever you work at and it's not really you, you can't really talk about these things because of the nature of your job. Maybe you work in HR or something like this or, or you work at school and you can't really talk about certain things, you, you know, because of the way rules are, um, which is cool that's whatever i'm just saying like if you're in a in an environment where those things come up like church that's like a place where you know they're about to talk about israel bro 
you know that that's about to be a conversation. And you know after church or whatever, or midweek service or whatever, people's going to, yo, yo, bro, so you heard what's been going on over here, blah, blah, what you think about this, bro? And the amount of either, yeah, man, all I can say is, uh, you know, Matthew 24, uh, prophecy, and, uh, you know, such and such is going on. And the Bible said it. The Bible said it's going to happen. You know, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, what's next? You know, the amount of, like, disconnect because it's like, well, you know, it's, it's, it's written. Bible prophecy, Israel and prophecy, it is what it is. You know, read your Bible. And, like, it's just so disconnected. Or one thing that, that, that has felt like a cop-out, I know we talked about this. Certain people that would just be like, oh, um, they, you know, uh, pray for Israel. First of all, if you're saying, um, I feel like the pray for Israel thing. Or pray in general, not just for Israel. Yeah, praying in general. I was going to say, if you're saying just pray for Israel, then that's, that's already like, why are you praying just for Israel when, when all this is going on, right? But if you say, well, you know, what can you do but pray? I feel like that's, that's a bit of a cop-out. Um, there, there are people in, in our circles that will say have nothing to do with politics. There are people in our circles that will just say pray, right? Um, and, and, and that's where it feels a little bit like if you don't care that much or it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything to you, I feel like you saying that would be like, all right, this brother, this sister, they, they don't really care about this that much. It just doesn't hit home for them. And they, they don't feel anything towards this. It's just some random war or, some, or, or genocide. genocide. Some random genocide over here in the world that's going on. And, you know, it doesn't really affect me. I don't know nobody like this. I don't know. It's not my place to say. We were listening to a podcast um, by Amanda Seals, right? And she was saying how uh, oftentimes she felt, and I know I felt people shared a sentiment that, like, you don't know enough to talk about these things, which is kind of like, I don't know the term shadow banning. I don't know, like, all those terms. But basically, it's like, it's like a, a term used to, like, exit you from the conversation. Like, if you was to say how you felt about Palestine... Somebody might say, oh, it's too complicated. Like, you don't understand the, how complex it is and the, all the intricacies of it. So you, you shouldn't be talking about Palestine, you know, especially if you have an opposing view than, than a pro-Israel view. Um, but anyway, so the people that have said, you know, in church groups, oh, you know, we just got to pray for the situation. What are we going to do? Just pray. Um, it feels like a cop-out because otherwise they don't really care about it. In conversation, you could tell that they have nothing to do with it. And instead of just saying that, it's just like, yeah, let's just pray about it. Which kind of, for a praying person, feels like you're demeaning the power of prayer and what it can and could be. Uh, and you're just saying it as a means to kind of like, all right, let's just like roll over this conversation. Because anything that could be done, we're not talking about what can we do. How can we help these people? There's, there's, there's so many people displaced from their homes. There's so many orphans made. There's so many... Um, just cities war-torn and like buildings collapse and people's complete history and family history wiped out. And instead of saying, what can I do? How can I help the kids? How can I help the city? How can I help the schools? How can I help X, Y, and Z? Instead of trying to f figure it out, it's like, oh, you know, just pray for them. It feels like a cop-out. Like if slavery, like if you knew that this person was a slave and, and, and you see the conditions of slavery, American slavery, and you say, Oh, well, you know, just pray for change. You know, a change is going to come. And not realizing that historically, if movements always had to have been made. There, there was always action taken. There was, there was always things that turned the dial. And, like, respectfully, it wasn't people's beliefs. It wasn't people just having these, like, thoughts or, like, these private conversations with God and God 
doing this thing. I mean, I guess you could say God is behind, say X, Y, and Z, but uh, on the on the field level of it, like there's there's things that have been done. There's movements made. There's things that were politicized. And for people, and I should just add, for people, sorry, if you want to say something, I'm just kind of ranting at this point. But for people in the church that have said things like, you know, we don't have nothing to do with politics, and this, and, and I've heard that a lot, right? Those same people, like when talking about civil rights and talking about this and that, they'll say, no, we don't vote, we don't do this, we don't do that. All right, cool. Again, believe what you want to believe, feel how you want to feel, but then it just, um, when, when, when you're trying to include yourself in these like discussions or arguments or, or however you view them, just um, be mindful that there's a lot to, to, to go back and forth with. So don't just say that like you're just about to come up in here. Oh, we, ha- we have nothing to do but pray. Okay? That's the final word. Oh, well, it, it is what it is, and that's how we understand this. We as a people, we think like this. That's it. Oh, we don't have nothing to do with politics. Now, you're not about to just shut it down. You're not just about to shut this down like that, at least not with certain people. Maybe maybe for, it doesn't matter. But um, for the people who, who say the politics thing, right, it's like if we're talking about civil rights, we're not talking about how do you think that these people got a right to vote? How do you think these people got a right to live and, and not be like just chased with the dogs? And the, yeah, you, you know the whole history. Like, how do you think that people were able to go to school with one another? How do you think people were able to drink from the water fountains? What do you think happened? You think that these people just believed something? And just hoped and prayed and wished for something to change? Or do you think people did demonstrations? Do you think people protested? Do you think people spoke and had elaborate uh, sit-ins? And, 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 and the amount of uh, politics involved with this, like that, that moved the needle, is just, it feels disrespectful to say. And then now, today, you can enjoy the benefits of the people who died. The people who died believing in X, Y, and Z. The people that moved the needle in this way or that way. Who did something. Who stood up and did something. At the cost of their life. At the cost of other people's lives. At their family. The CIA and the FBI and all this getting involved with people. People's houses are burned down and bombed and all this type of stuff. And it's like, they did that for this. People led revolutions for this. Like people, A lot of blood was spilt for this. A lot of, a, a, a lot of work was done for this. And you're going to sit here and tell people just to pray. Or just to believe this. Just believe one day it's going to change. And for people that don't, that, that think that, okay, prayer is cool. It's not that, you, I'm not saying don't pray or whatever. If you want to pray, if that's, that's how you want to believe, it's all good. But you're, you're kind of dissociating yourself from the situation by saying, oh, you know, I'm going to pray about it. You know, don't worry. Like, in between what? When people say, yo, you coming to lunch later? Yeah, I'll pray about it. So in between praying for whether you're going to go to lunch or not, you're going to throw Palestine in there? That's it. That's it for this week's conversation. Yeah. Um, I hate to leave. I hate for us to leave on an uncomfortable note, but it's uncomfortable. You should feel uncomfortable. Yeah. You should feel uncomfortable. You should feel uneasy. Um, there's no like resolve to what's going on in this current moment. And um, so the conversation surrounding this will always be left uncomfortable will always be left open because it is still an open conversation and it is still an open thing that needs to be figured out solved whatever um so yeah and real quick real quick i just want to say as far as the research like it's too over your head it's too over like just to x you out the conversation i feel like people could do like minimal research and and start seeing like okay i see what this is 
Like just Googling quick, like, what is Zionism? Okay, so how did this become this? How did the Israeli state come to be? How did this war affect this? How, how, who had this land? Yeah. If you look at a map before 1948, what does Palestine look like versus it today? It doesn't even take Google, those social media apps that social we're media, all yeah. on all the time. In the search bar, you just type in a nice hashtag. Yeah. You type in Israel. You type in Palestine. And a huge amount of informative written posts videos reels will pop up mm-hmm. and you can scroll use your um scrolling time to scroll through that and and listen to these people and read and we were talking about this earlier i would say look for unbiased news outlets mm-hmm. that's difficult because we all have opinions and we all have feelings um and if we're reporting on something we usually have a feeling about what we're reporting on and that's why we're reporting on it but um to the best that you can, don't stick with one research. With one research, don't stick with one resource. Bounce back and forth. Listen to multiple people, and then go to Google, and then go to these these books and 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 whatnot. Um, if you care, take the time to to yeah, read about yeah. it. But do not just go. Do not go based off of what we just talked about. Mm. We are not a, a source. Um, maybe I don't know. I know we're not a source. I mean, for our um, family and friends, maybe you know who knows. Right, but you should be looking in multiple places um, and educate yourselves. Educate yourselves because knowledge is power, mm-hmm. and that's how we're gonna dismantle a lot of these messed up things going on in our world. So. Until next time, we appreciate you guys watching. It's funny because this episode was supposed to be about our daughter's speech therapy journey and and from a parent, from our perspective and how we've been dealing with it. But um, I guess next episode, now we've got some content for the episode to follow. So we appreciate you guys watching. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Follow us on Insta at the Kids Are Down Pod and at the Fairly Pod Parents. Until next time, stay safe. Mad love to y'all. Peace. Peace, yeah.